0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Free no obligation consultation, call 800-504-1639. That's 800-504-1639. There are a vast number of conditions that can make you eligible for disability benefits, many that you may not be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, Call Citizens Disability today. Again, that's 800-504-1639, 800-504-1639. That's Citizens Disability, 800-504-1639.
1: Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live on Talk America Live each and every Saturday. Each and every Sunday, it's the Sunday radio broadcast. Check us out on The Mix each and every Tuesday and each and every day, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 p.m. Mountain Standard and 2407 at JiggyJaguar.com on the tune-in apps and also find us on Talkshoe. We have got a great segment coming up here in just a few moments. Before we do that, we want to tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners, Transmedia Worldwide. These folks, absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. Check it out today. Check out GoFundMe.com. G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M. It's a fundraiser by Bo Johnson. He's looking to help with his medical bills. He needs your help. Give him some of your hard-earned money today over there at GoFundMe.com. Search help with medical bills. He was born with spina diffida. He didn't know he had it tell he was around 28 ish he was in a lot of pain one day where he couldn't even walk so we went to the doctor and they had him do a cat scan and an mri to see what was wrong it took a few days then the doctor called and told him that he had spina bifida we need you to go over and help him out today at g-o-f-u-n-d-m-e dot c-o-m he's got a lofty goal we know we can get him there bo johnson is with us Check it out today. Give him some of your hard-earned money over there at GoFundMe.com. Help with medical bills. Great. We have got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and, of course, iHeartRadio. And uh, go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Tell us who you are.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm Julie Fenster. I've been writing history uh, my whole career, but the current book I'm um, going to talk to you about today, "Cheaters Always Win," is really more about our current day, with a lot of historical examples. So, um, I live uh, here in upstate New York, but um, glad to glad to be talking with you today. And, Sounds like the whole country.
1: Now, this uh, this book, incredibly well written. Talk to me about the writing process.
2: Well, I I um, wanted to, this book to be about people who have been cheated and about people who actually cheat and, um, and also a footnote, people who never cheat. So everybody's in there. But I didn't want to talk about celebrities and big shots and, you know, financial wizards because actually they live very... Different lives, and I don't know that they affect our our day to day life as much as you know people on eye level, as I like to say. So, so my research was really talking to people, um, looking through diaries, letters, newspaper accounts of people um, uh, who faced their own challenges um, without a lot of ballyhoo and what they did, and how things might have changed over the years and the. General attitude.
1: We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast now. Um, this this book, incredibly well written. Why did you decide to write this book?
2: Well, a couple things. First, I I think everybody listening probably knows that the attitude toward cheating has changed in our lifetime. The, um, you know, the former, in former years, really, you would be ostracized from your community. Your Social group, your whatever industry you were in, you know, if you were caught cheating, you had to skedaddle in one way or another. Um, I think today you can see that in sports, certainly business, politics, people get chance after chance after chance. So I wanted to write a book and find out why. Why are why are people across America so much more tolerant of cheating than? they had been before. um, And I'm not sure I found out why as much as just empirically the fact that we are in a different atmosphere than ever before.
1: We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here in our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, and of course Radio Loyalty and iHeart Radio today. Now, uh, th- this book, incredibly well written. You've put a lot of time and effort into this. What do you want readers to take away from your writing?
2: Well, that's a great question. I, for one thing, I want them to have a kind of a good time. I, I think of myself in this book as a flapper and a philosopher. It's it's a lot of fun to read about the things people have gotten away with and the crazy, you know, stories. Um, one of them is a fellow who in college uh he was the worst cheater ever he never went to a class hardly but he absolutely had to f- had to pass his last test and um he knew he couldn't he knew he was in big trouble when the professor announced I'm going to have many many proctors and they're going to be assistant professors and um they're going to be roaming the test room and this fellow whose name was Itchy Novak. And Itchy said, well, I'm cooked. I'm not going to graduate. I can't do my usual schemes. So he got all dressed up to go home, you know, to get on the, to get ready to go home and tell his parents he was flunking out. And when he looked in the mirror, he had an idea. And he went to the test. He strode up to the professor and he said, sir, I'm here to to, uh, work as one of your proctors. And the professor saw how well dressed he was and assumed he was an assistant professor, and so this great cheater in the hall of fame of cheating, it, Cheyennevack, you know, roamed around the class classroom looking at everybody else's papers, and then he'd go in the back and write in his own booklet and pass with fine colors. So there are a lot of stories like that that are just intriguing, and yet over <laughs> awesome. kind of a sad book.
1: We have got a sad uh, about how. Yes, yeah, go 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 go, go ahead.
2: Well that's the that's the philosophy part that, that shine a light on this and I, I hope people will kind of realize that um that for all the great ways our country has developed lately, it's also I think losing the that that we we had for, you know, hundred hundred years or more.
1: We've got a great guest to this today. She joins us live here in a broadcast. So, do you have a particular writing style?
2: I think the one that I try for, I really think that everything, every day of everybody's life is part humor and part serious. And that's what I try. I try to not just keep banging the same drum throughout a whole book with the same exact feeling or style. So,. Uh, if something's funny, I like, to, I like to enjoy that. And if we need to pause and look and be a little bit more serious, um, that's my goal. And it's a great question, but my goal is to reflect real life by having a little bit of everything in a book in terms of mood.
1: Fantastic. We have got a great guest of this today. She joins us live. Here on our broadcast, and uh, so th- this book, incredibly well written. You've put a lot of time and effort into this. Tell me about some of the different reviews you've gotten on the book so far.
2: Well, um, I guess we we right off the bat we're chosen as one of Amazon's um, best books for December two thousand nineteen. So that's the first one, and um, we're still waiting on some of the big newspapers. We've heard we've heard they're going to weigh in. But, um, right now I'm dining out on the fact that at least we're in the, we're in the right slot on Amazon as far as best books for, well, among the best books for December.
1: We've got a great guest of this today, he joins us live here in a broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, and of course, Radio Loyalty. A great guest joins us today here on the telephone, so, um, Tell us uh, what, what what you want readers to get out of this book. What makes your book different from others like it? Well,
2: well a lot of others, um, and there haven't been that many on such a big topic as cheating, but a lot of the other books, uh, you know, they just sort of have chapter on sports or chapter on business, chapter on uh, academics. Um, I thought the important thing was to to spread it all out because then someone who's not interested in sports won't read the sports chapter for example and yet all of these reflect things that happen in our own lives even if you don't play golf you can see some of the things that that are done in golf might reflect whatever hobbies or activities you have so part one of this book is on people who get cheated which is i think you'll agree 102 percent of everybody listening today and part two of the book is people who uh who cheat and so um I tried to spread the the you know sports business um all the different aspects of relationship cheating of course enters into every chapter and and um and by doing that i I hope nobody will just skip one whole chapter because they don't happen to like sports or they have already graduated from school. That's not quite the point we wanna we wanna i would like to spark some uh some for thought even if you don't know the specifics of this example we have a great a great example of cheating in bridge for example i barely play bridge but i understood the uh, i understood what the, the people were doing in in that instance and it was crummy
1: <laughs> we've well, got a great guest with us today he joins us live here in our broadcast so uh why do you think that this book will appeal to readers
2: well again i i'm Um, I'm not of a political nature right now, but I think we all can see where there is an ethical question in our country right now, which is, you know, uh, our president is a self-admitted cheater now in philandering and some of his romantic entanglements through the years. In the past, that would have really disqualified him. Um, So, again, I I don't want to talk about President Trump on the issues or President Trump as president, per se, but as a person with some brushes with cheating, maybe even some gigantic ones, we'll judge that with this impeachment that's now on the table. But it's a crucial issue today, you know, cheating, which I define as uh, proactively volunteering to abide by certain rules and then breaking them. So with the cheating that that is under discussion in Washington right now, my book tries to answer the question, uh, were these leaders, did did they come on and change our opinions about whether a president could be a cheater in his personal and even professional life? Or I guess my thesis is, no, actually the country changed first and we actually don't, don't care as much or react as sharply when we learn that someone in our own lives or someone in, in public life has been That's That's really a, a revolution that I think came from the people first. So that's, I think, what people could get out of the book is um, trying to put in perspective where, they, where their part, and what's happening nationally, did we all slip a little bit to, to, to make it harder to decide where is the drawing line on public behavior?
1: We've got a great guest on the In other today. words, it's, yes. a, it's a historical kind of a book that's very much about current events. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on. And uh, before we let you go, how do we find you online? Oh, well,
2: um, I do have a website. If anybody would like to write to me, you can write to me through the website, which is uh, my first initial J, and then my last name Fenster, jfenster.com. So, uh, and obviously, Cheaters Always Win is available. My publisher would like me to tell you everywhere.
1: Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you making time. Thanks for coming on, and uh, we look forward to talking to you soon.
2: I hope so. This has been a great conversation. Thank you.
1: I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. We've got more coming up. Attention,
3: type 2 diabetics. If you or a loved one has taken Invocana, Invocomet, or Invocomet XR or other inhibitors for type 2 diabetes and suffered amputation of the toes, feet, or legs, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA has warned that Invocana, Invocomet, or Invocomet XR and other inhibitors for type 2 diabetes cause an increased role in amputations of the toes, feet, and legs. If you or a loved one has taken Invocana, Invocomet, or Invocomet XR or other, better.
0: If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. They can consolidate your debts, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. Call Consolidated Credit now. 800-404-0907. 800 That's 800 404 Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Incorporated. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 33313, not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission, DC32.
4: Are you getting the most out of your Medicare plan? Are you sure? plans with benefits are available with zero dollar co-pays for many services zero dollar monthly premiums or zero dollar deductibles that's hospital medical prescription drug dental coverage and more included in one plan with premiums that may be as low as zero dollars a month call now to see if you're eligible to enroll the consultation is free and there's no obligation to enroll call 1-800-521-7617 that's 1-800-521-7617
3: Attention, type 2 diabetics. If you or a loved one has taken Invokana, Invokamet, or Invokamet XR or other inhibitors for type 2 diabetes and suffered amputation of the toes, feet, or legs, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA has warned that Invokana, Invokamet, or Invokamet XR and other inhibitors for type 2 diabetes cause an increased role in amputations of the toes, feet, and legs. If you or a loved one has taken Invokana, Invokamet, or Invokamet XR or other inhibitors
2: Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes
0: to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-809-5785. That's 1-800-809-5785.
1: Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast-to-coast and border-to-border, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio. AMFM247.com Tune in iTunes Talk Shoe each and every day at 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific 1 PM Mountain Standard and 24-7 at JiggyJaguar.com Check us out on AMFM247.com Talk America Live each and every weekend Twitch live stream each and every Sunday with Sunday radio broadcast The Mix on Tuesdays we have got a brand new marketing partner we want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide. These folks are absolutely amazing. They are making things happen in the world around us. You've got to go check this out right now. That is streak-free. Oh, yeah. Streak-free. Go see them. Go get them. We want you to check it out today. Streak-free. Oh, yeah. StreakFreeXL.com. Home of the street-free cloth. Now you can clean your glass mirrors, windows, and windshields completely. Street-free spot. Free, lit, free with just water. That's right. No more chemicals. No more sprays. No more paper towels. Just the streak-free cloth and water will leave your windows absolutely positively streak-free. You can purchase yours today at StreakFreeXL.com. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. That's why I don't get jobs, because... And not because of the voice changes, it's because I don't capitalize I when I send emails. We've got a great guest with us today, she joins us live here in a broadcast, and... We had her on about a year ago. She was a a fantastic guest then, and she's going to be an incredible guest now. Uh, Frugal book promotion is the topic today, and uh, we have got Carolyn Howard Johnson with us today, and uh, she is fantastic. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about book promotion, because I I end up interviewing a lot of authors uh, constantly on this show, and there's a lot of times... Ah, uh, <laughs> the, the book promotion end of things. Authors love to write books; they just don't know a lot about book promotion. Talk to us about this, Carolyn. Ah, uh, okay. We've got we've got a little bit of a bad connection, but I th- but I think I got you. Yeah, book book promotion. To be, Talk to us about we tend book to promotion. Be creatives and marketers tend to be business people, so.
5: You're right, they come come to authorship without any idea of that other half of their project that they're going to need to use.
1: We have got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Boulder to Boulder, on TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty. And we are going to go to Skype Audio and just get her back on that way. (laughs) We're just going to do it that way and see what we can come up with. you are trying to reach
2: has not set up voicemail on 818.
1: Okay. That's Apparently we're not going to get her there either. <laughs> so <laughs> we are going to try it again. She complained about the connection. We'll try to get her. The party
2: right you are trying to reach has not set up voicemail on.
1: Okay. She apparently is um uh, I guess I will dial her on the regular phone again. So, we will do that. The party you are to reach. Oh, okay. Apparently that's not going to happen either. So, <laughs> uh, well,
6: let's do this.
0: Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-282-8605. 800-282-8605. 800-282-8605.
1: Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are coast to coast. We are border to border on TuneIn. iTunes, Radio Loyalty, of course, Access TV. Today, we have a fantastic new Marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. These folks, absolutely phenomenal. Let's go to it right now. We told you about Mixamore. Well, they now have video chat. That's right. Mixamore now has video chat. And uh, let's tell you a little bit about what they are doing over there at Mixamore. Now, of course, Mixamore... We are going to try. Hello,
2: leave me a message, will you? It's
1: Carolyn Howard Johnson. New multicultural and true interracial dating app. Mixamore mm-hmm. just added video. We're going to try this again. Hello,
2: leave me a message, will you? It's Carolyn Howard Johnson.
1: welcome back to our big broadcast we are coast to coast we are border to border on TuneIn, itunes radio loyalty of course access tv today we have a fantastic new marketing partner with us today transmedia worldwide these folks absolutely phenomenal let's go to it right now we told you about mixamore well they now have video chat that's right mix amore now has video chat and uh let's tell you a little bit about what they are doing over there at mix amore now of course mix amore uh, is a fantastic website go check them out today trying to get the video to play here on access tv for everybody so uh, let's go to that right now mixamore is a new multicultural and true interracial dating app mixamore just added video chat to its app. if you are open-minded to finding love may that person be your race or any other race then mixamore is for you mixamore is also the only dating app to utilize social media usage as a compatible way to get you into your next relationship and matchmaking, social media usage, A.K.A. twifling, is the major cause for breakups and divorces. Check out Mix Amore. Download it in the App Store. Tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia worldwide. A great, great marketing campaign for you right now here in our big program. When are you moving to Mars? If things carry on like they are, for the human race to survive, we're going to have to abandon planet Earth. Unless. Less. Introducing Mighty Watts. Uh, that's right. Mighty by name, minimal by nature. Mind blowing by design. Hello. Leave me a message with you. It's Carolyn Howard.
2: Jo-
1: okay. Well, we are trying to get a hold of Carolyn Howard Johnson, and uh, for whatever reason, we cannot seem to get that figured out so we are gonna try her other number
2: you are trying to reach has not set up voicemail on
1: eight okay well we are gonna do this we haven't been able to get a hold of Carolyn Howard Johnson so we are gonna go to another segment for joining us here on the world-famous check Jaguar Radio Broadcast. We are Ghost to Ghost. We are Boda-da-boda-tune-in iTunes and, of course, Radio Loyalty. That's right, that Radio Loyalty. And uh, we are going to see if we can get something going here with Carolyn Howard Johnson. And uh we are gonna try something different here. I'm gonna play a clip out of this uh oh we are gonna try something. I don't know if this will work <laughs> as we're experimenting today on this uh this thing this uh La Canada, Flintridge, California. She's like got like nine different phone numbers. So we are going to see if we can get this clip to play here. And uh, hopefully uh, this works. We're going to see what happens here. Well, we're going to try this other number that she called us here. Um. And we'll see what happens Hello there we go is it is this Carolyn? It is I sure I'm hoping that isn't me, but it doesn't make any difference. It's miserable for you in any case. <laughs> Well, uh, we, 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 we tried to call you on a different line here because uh, you complained about the audio, so we were trying to fix the audio, and we haven't been able to get a hold of you, so we've got you now. So we've got a uh, great guest with us today. Now, um, talk to us about what you've seen in the, in the writing industry as far as uh, changes. Oh, it's, yeah, it, well, it,
5: it, it changed, has changed really fast since the Internet, but it was changing before that. Um, sales have been really slow for traditional publishers for a long time, at least slower than they once were. And they just don't have the big budgets to promote authors that they used to. And the trouble is, is that authors haven't, don't keep up with that. It's hard enough keeping up with the daily news, you know. So, so they've been they've been counting on their publishers to do their marketing for them the way they used to do. And that doesn't work so well anymore. The budgets aren't as big, or most often non-existent. And then, of course, self-publishing. So who's going to do it for them if they're self-publishing, right? We have got... My problem. Yes, go, go ahead, my friend. Go ahead. One of my problems is, as a consultant, is I get them... I get to talk to the authors after they've discovered this on their own, and they're $4,000 in debt... And they're not going to make that money back in, 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 um, in royalties because they're brand new authors. And so they, they, they have a really expensive hobby on their hands instead of a, instead of a money stream that they expected. And it, it's too late to get that money back. It's not too late to, to fix it make things better, but they're not going to get that money back. So my advice is you better get help before your book gets released. Yes. Before you spend $4,000 unnecessarily. Or more. I mean, up, up to 35000 actually.
1: We have got a, a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast. Carolyn Howard Johnson is with us. She is a great expert. She's known as the frugal book promoter, and she's with us today here on our big program. So what award did you obtain for promoting tolerance with your writing? We're still we're still having a distance. Is there any way that you can fix your sound, James? Uh, we're we're working on it. Let let me uh let, let, let me try this again. Uh, you won an award uh, fairly recently. What do you, uh for promoting tolerance with your writing? Tell us about this award. Yeah, you're, you're the echo is completely it's completely drowning you out. Okay, well, uh, Carolyn Howard Johnson with us today and. Carolyn, we'll uh, we'll get you back on when we fix our phone system. I appreciate it.
5: I I, I hope so. I'm.
1: We are gonna go to uh, someone who didn't have a problem with our phone system, David Maroc. Or maybe we won't go to Dauphine Maroc. (laughs) Oh, this this horse shit cast box. What is this place? We are trying to get this going, and this is not working. Uh, We supposedly have listeners in here. I don't know if we've got any actual listeners. But... um, I, I don't know what's going on here. So we are gonna go apparently since this will not play on the cast box or whatever the fuck this is. Um I I can't seem to get this to play, so we're not gonna hold up the show any longer book. The, this, this book is fantastic. Uh, Daphine Barak with us today. She joins us live here in a broadcast. And uh, to plea or not to plea the story of Rick Gates and the Mueller investigation. And it is a, uh, it is a heck of a piece. Um, first of all, talk to us a little bit about this book. I mean, usually, if you know uh, James,
7: uh, I usually do other uh, big uh, uh, t- television interviews with yes. head of state or so A. like my partner, Liz Murdoch, the daughter of that Rupert Murdoch, down the biggest Michael Jackson when after he was indicted. Uh, Amy Winehouse, the uh, only interview before she died tragically. Uh, Needless to point out, and, and my interviews with the head of state are uh, anywhere from. Uh, you know, Gaddafi, Arafat, too, of course, uh, uh, Clinton, uh, and, and and everybody, South Africa, Mandela. So it's not my usual book. The reason I, I got very intrigued, and it's a TV exclusive, you so saw part of it here on CBS News, um, uh, basically because ever since Donald Trump was elected, and it uh, surprised many, and he's a good friend of mine, um, the country uh, was thrown into such a bizarre thing. In any elections, half of the country, or third of the country, or whatever, forty-five
2: percent of the
7: country is not happy because they voted for somebody else. But here, the personal hatred and the uh, the uh, the the idea that we can just not wait for four for years and maybe change the uh, result uh, in a democratic way was crazy. All us to do a special counsel, let's do impeachment, let's remove him, let's whatever. I mean, it's, it's from day one to day one. it was just the narrative, especially among my Hollywood friends, so I basically thought it was crazy. And uh, uh, Rick Gates, uh, was not a famous name, he was a very, very powerful guy. Uh, he was the guy behind the scene, uh, which really didn't seek publicity, unlike uh, his patron, Paul court. Um, he basically, Paul Manafort, to liked the, the, the bleach and the, the $10,000 jacket. He was always behind the scene but, uh making things happen. So that was a guy that, when Eric Trump, our friend, introduced Bill and I, why did he introduce James? Because, um, if you remember, after Donald Trump nailed the right number of delegates uh, to become the nominee of the Republican Party, Ted Cruz didn't like it, you know, so he decided that he would buy some of the delegates at the last moment during the convention, give them, uh, you know, a free lunch or, or a free dinner and basically, um, you know, uh, change the result in a non-democratic way. So uh, the Trump family asked, you know, friends of them, uh, like me and Bill, my husband. Uh, would you become a delegate? And I said okay. And then he sent an email, which starts my book, uh, to Clear or not to please the Rick, uh, the story of Rick Gates and the Mueller investigation. And say, Daphne, meet Rick Gates. He's in charge of the delegate. Uh, Rick meet Daphne. Uh, she is a very special friend of the family, a long-time friend of the family. And that's it. But we did not uh, become friends. You understand that? Uh, just like a uh, uh, few phone calls. It changed uh, during the inauguration because uh, Rick Gates was afterwards the deputy of Tom Barack, the chairman of the inauguration, who is a close friend of both Donald Trump and myself. And we were, of course, invited with the family to be in the Trump Hotel. And uh, they were like, you know, a whole week of events. And we started to bump into each other, coffee and everything. And uh, he was very liked. Rick guy, but he was the most powerful guy. That was a guy that... If you didn't have my friendship with Trump, you would have to call him if you wanted a VIP invitation for one of the events. Or even if you wanted a job in the government, would you say, Rick, would you give my resume to the transition team? So what what happened to this guy and others, Mike Green and others, I mean, the falling from grace, the day he and Manafort were indicted, the guy that everybody called became radioactive. You know, I mean, it's like, wow, life interrupted. And it became very clear to me that, um, that, you know, wow, if the government is after you, you have no chance. And when I started the book and the filming, I thought to plea or not to plea, it's a very tough decision between very bad choices to plea. I mean, not to plea, so it's a big fight, or, or to plea, I mean, between AIDS and cancer. Oh, no, 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 you cannot choose. The moment the government is after you, they're going to get you where they want you to be. And uh, Rick Gates broke down after 117 or 18 days. When he was really a torn between these two decisions, he wanted to fight. He started to fight. At that point, they doubled the charges against him and Manafort. He has never made the millions that Manafort did. He was running out of money. He was breaking down. He has four kids. Three are so young. They don't know the daddy has a problem. So it managed to shelter them. It started to affect his wife's health, which still, you know, she's still coping with it, uh, until today. And he just didn't have a child, a chance. So, uh, we can never, we can never judge these people. And he did not sleep at all time. What I'm revealing in the book among many other relations, that at all time from day one that he was indicted and he was surprised. He said no Russian collusion, and he continued until the end. And um, he could have lost the plea because they wanted him to say yes, Russian collusion. You know that, right?
1: Yes, yes, indeed. We have got a, a great guest with us today to plea or not to plea the story of Rick Gates and the Mueller investigation. And uh, so how's the book been received? Received very well.
7: Well, I, by the way, I'm... Uh, I was doing it very quietly. That's why Liz Merdox and I did Michael Jackson and the others. Uh, I mean, if you talk about uh, what you do, it, it's, it's dangerous. And, uh, but Donald and Melania Trump knew we were filming, uh, and we were doing it. Um, we, I told them the uh, first time, uh, when we were, uh, having one of our uh, usual private chats, uh, lengthy private church in mar lago uh, during Thanksgiving a year ago. So exactly a year ago. At this point, very funny. I love it. I already finished filming with Rick uh, several days. And usually for me, because I'm a television interview, I first of all film. then I, if I feel it's a book, uh, like Amy Winehouse, as you know, my book, Saving Amy with Amy Winehouse, was a blockbuster and uh, a, a film inspired by it won an Oscar. So unless you feel it's really a book, you don't feel it. So, I told the president uh, uh, and the first lady, uh, well, I'm doing, coming with something big. He told the first lady, well, she's, she did Michael Jackson. She did this. She did Eric Clapton, She did the biggest. I said, no, no, but this is about you. And you understand the quasi. Oh, my God, what's coming? And I said, uh, somebody is breaking a silence. I said, of course, with you who? I said, we Gate. This is in the middle of the Mueller investigation. You understand that. And, uh, wow, and he said, okay, Duff, you know, they will let you do the book. Filming, no, they will not let you. I said, Mr. President, I wouldn't be sitting with you here in Thanksgiving for four days unless I finish filming four days. And he looked like, wow, are you sure? And, you know, Trump is so smart. So when I, my husband left for a few few seconds for the restroom, he came back. I talked to Melania about something, and I overhear Trump is saying to my husband, great great it it would be a great book when do you think you're going to film and my husband didn't hear my conversation he said oh we finished filming four days so then trump started huge, huge, and we did high five and everything um and i told him please don't tweet uh because i wouldn't be able to finish it and we're going to hurt rick has been hurt enough and uh, melania told him don't tweet and people who say he's impulsive he doesn't know what he's doing they're wrong because he did not tweet. And uh, I saw him right now this weekend in Mar-a-Lago. We had private chats as usual. But uh, a few weeks ago, uh, we saw each other in Mister, We had a long conversation, a private conversation. And that was like maybe a couple of days, a few days, a couple of weeks before the book was out. And he said to me, you see, I told you I will not talk about it. I would not tweet. I didn't. And he was so cute. I said, you know, Mr. President, I'm preparing a medal for you. <laughs> so it was really funny. So the book is received, the book is very different than what people think, so I'm getting great reviews. It's both in uh, U.S. and Australia. Uh, In Australia, it's also 60 Minutes Australia here. It was clicked on CBS News. Um, It's not the usual, uh, you know, cheering, like either you do an anti-Trump book, you know, the Fire and Fury on the Amarosa, or the cheering, cheering Trump is one. It's it's also Ricky's flashbacking to some of the most, historical uh, moments uh, during the inauguration and uh, and during the campaign and everything. So on one end, the very juicy, funny stories, like, for example, how Omarosa, uh, nobody remember how she got a role in the campaign. Nobody. Uh, how she appointed herself. She was just playing between everybody. She appointed herself. And by the time they all started to compare notes, they realized that she already sent a press release to the media about their own self appointment. So, oh, hi, Mike Pence uh, almost uh, didn't get his uh, appointment because when he auditioned to, um, to be the vice president as running mate, uh, first of all, Trump, you know, it was in the golf club. Trump loves golf and apparently is a very good golf player. And he told Riggies, oh, my God, what a terrible golf player, right? But then also, when they broke for lunch, uh, you know, Trump was very gracious and, and he hosted everybody for lunch and he, uh, you know, um, ordered his usual uh, favorite food, junk food, like, you know, hot dog, fried cheeseburger, and everybody was so happy. And only Ben said, no, no, I cannot eat that, that junk food. My wife wouldn't let me. Can I get a chicken salad? And you can imagine the eh? uh, Trump face. On the other hand, uh, very uh, intimate, beautiful moments about the relationship between. Donald Trump and Melania—they're all true because I don't know them, and I did actually uh, I checked with them a few. And uh, I, he really loves her. She's not a beautiful wallflower; she's beautiful. But uh, equal partner—he, she's the only one he trusts 100 percent. And that means in two in two ways: a, her loyalty is completely 100 percent. He knows she has no any personal agenda, just to. Make him look, uh, look the best. But B, he also, what people don't know, ju- uh, trust her judgment about people. And for example, she's the one who picked Mike Pence over Gingrich and other, not because she didn't like the other. She just uh, thought that the other already were already presidential candidates, they had their own ambitions, they maybe would patronize him even without thinking. And she said that Pence would be. Very loyal to the presidency, so she they are equal partners and and um uh, that's a that's a, that's a beautiful so it's a very different book you'll you'll laugh you'll you'll cry I'm getting great reviews, and I would love your listeners to
1: to sample it We have got a great guest with us today. she joins us live here in a broadcast so this uh, absolutely is an incredible book. So talk to me about the writing process for the book. I beg your pardon? The writing process. Tell me about that with the book.
7: Oh, the writing process, yeah. The writing process. So as I said, I'm a television interviewer,
1: and uh, for me, I
7: usually you know, decide what other television specials I'm doing. Um, and then uh, most of it at the time, of course, it wouldn't be books, but uh, if it's really... A story with a, a dilemma, or, or with like a saving Amy. It was about addictions. You want to tell more than uh, than the television interview itself. So, the writing process was actually not simple because um, what Rick didn't tell me uh, when we decided to do that. I and mean, it's not because he wanted to lie. I know that uh, Robert Moore.
3: Go
7: buzz, go buzz, go buzz, go buzz, go buzz, buzz. And his team made uh, a stigma of all of them: Regan, uh, Paul Manafort, uh, Maxine. That they're all uh, liars, and because they lied to FBI. But I guess he was uh, embarrassed. And so when I started, I actually wanted to to fly into one of my homes in Texas or California. And um, just, you know, uh, spend like a, a week or two write it, film it, and then, you know, to digest and and, and and take it from there. And he said, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. And of course he didn't. Uh, so then we learned the hard way that uh, he was not, He they were very cruel. They, although he cut the plea deal, uh, they refused to release his uh, electronic, uh, electronic bracelet. And um, this was tough for him. They really wanted him to go uh, a, a against uh, Manafort, which I guess they wanted Manafort after the, afterwards to go against uh, Trump. And basically the deal was very, very cruel. Like uh, you have to really deliver a very cruel uh, testimony against Manafort. Uh, that's, that's what we're expecting for you. So they refused to take his ele- electrical bracelet until he delivered this testimony and it, it really reminds me like a you know uh in ancient rome you have two gladiators in the cage and uh, everybody was watching for entertainment and whoever killed the other survived in lots of blood so it was really cruel. so and then of course they didn't um what he didn't tell me they didn't give him back his uh, uh, a travel, traveling documents and he could not uh, leave the dc area so we had to go back and forth, and it was uh, uh, quite um, an emotional and uh, longer and, and everything uh, uh, process that uh, then we had uh, planned. But on the other hand, we were witnessing history as, as it was. I remember in November uh, 8th was the midterm election, and November 9th, suddenly uh, Rick was uh, at, our, at our hotel in D.C., his wife called and she was scared and she said, wow, a, a woman came. She said she was an FBI agent and she wanted to inspect the house. And that had not happened ever since he signed the deal months before. So, uh, we were thinking, and of course, as you remember, the Republicans lost the elections. So it wasn't a good deal, a uh, good feeling. And, um, you know, they were scared. So they were like kind of a message and I said, something is happening. And then we learned, that earlier that morning, uh, Trump fired uh, Jeff Sessions, so there was lots of commotion in the DOJ and FBI and everything, so they were sending a message. So we um, were witnessing things as as uh, they happened, and maybe it helped me to more um, sympathize with what he is going through. Uh, just that you have a perspective, not only pleonotically, I had Steve Bannon uh, calling me this morning, and uh, if you remember the Roger Stone trial, the two key witnesses were uh, Rick Gates and uh, and Steve Bannon. Rick did not want to testify against Roger. Why would he? Um, They wouldn't give him the sentencing, which is in two weeks, uh, unless he did. He already testified in other two trials. But he's under a deal, now. Steve Bannon, I was a bit surprised as many, many because he's not on there. We didn't cut a play deal, but Steve text messaged me. And of course it makes sense. He said, Daphne, what are you talking about? You, I fought the subpoena. You can fight for the subpoena so far. I mean, then I myself will go to jail. You know, if the government is against you, you know, you have no, you have no choice. And he said, what can I do with Roger Stone? When he had, when he sent texts and emails, I must do that. So, uh, and one thing I want to uh, uh, focus uh, your listeners, uh, the sentencing of Rick Gates will be on December 17th. Sentencing of uh, Mike Flynn will be December 18th. We're talking more than two years, more than two years after they were indicted. Could you imagine? I mean, their life were interrupted forever. They've been trying to fight for sentencing. And and no, each time, uh, oh, you have to do this more, you have to do this more. The plea deal is one-sided, They, uh, the they, they DA uh, or the Mueller team at the time, now the prosecutor, can walk back on, on on them at any time for any reason, like they did on Paul Manafort or George Padapolis and maybe doing about Mike Flynn. And uh, also, it's timeless, I mean, everything in life, we have time, you go to the university, they say, okay, you're getting your degree in so-and-so semester or trimesters, right? Secondly, definitely bad news. You have a surgery. The doctor, uh, first, uh, your first question to the doctor, "When can I go back to my radio show? What is the recovery time?" Three weeks, five weeks. You know what to look forward. This is no time. I mean, they can still decide that Rick Gates and Mike Flynn need to testify in another five uh, uh, trials. you don't know.
1: We have got a great guest with us today. Now, uh, before we let you go, how do people find you online, pick up your book, everything else?
7: Well, uh, to clear or not to please, the story of freegate and the Mueller Investigation is published here uh, by Hachette. Uh, so uh, it's on the Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, Goodreads, everything. Uh, and we are getting uh, great reviews, but... Uh, it's really a humane drama. And I think what, what I took uh, the ba- biggest compliment from people, especially I did a couple of book signing uh, the last 48 hours, that people understood that it's not a distant story. It can happen to each one of us. It can happen to you, to you, to me. But if suddenly you're caught in the middle of a big political uh, fight, that's it. There's nothing you can do.
1: Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Uh, l- let's talk a little bit about the reaction that your book's been getting. L- what's been some of the some of the criticism, negative feedback, things like this?
7: I'm getting great feedback, as I said, because it's more about the humane and the juicy stuff and everything. And also, as I t- I told the president, uh, I because of uh, my my uh, relationship with CBS and uh, 60 Minutes Australia and Extra and all that. I am not uh, talking only to the, what you call the, the Trump me- Trump favorite media, but also to others. And uh, and I enjoy doing it because I think, you know, we, we have to start doing a dialogue. Uh, it, it cannot be just, you know, uh, divided between uh, Rachel Meadow and Sean Hannity, because uh, the people who watch Rachel Meadow would never be open to listen. People who watch Sean Hannity would never be able to listen, but there are most of us in the middle that would love to listen and uh, would love to, to know, would love to be educated. And it's an emotional story, right? So uh, that's, uh, that's uh, my, my kind. I have to tell you that the, the feedback from when I did the book signing yesterday in